0: This week's episode is brought to you by the webcomic Latchkey Kingdom. It is an awesome comic about uh, adventure, whimsy, fantasy, enchantment, childlike exuberance, uh, video game-esque presentations visually, great art, awesome colorization. Gary, pick it up. Yeah, it's
1: by Nick Daniel. Um, we're both real big fans of it. And uh, you should check it out if you are a fan of lighthearted, uh, but light-hearted humorous uh,
0: Fantasy. Yeah. So check it out. That is LatchkeyKingdom.com. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence.
1: My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a snaky favorite.
0: <laughs> it is a snake. It is a, it is a snaked out dude with bug brains favorite. <laughs> it
1: is a snake without a plane.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, this week we are concluding our discussion of Kingsfield Field 4, the ancient city. This is part four Indeed. of Kingsfield 4. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, previously, we vanquished the Queen of the Widow. And discover the remains of the Swordmaster Septiego. And now, with renewed purpose and some knowledge of what happened, uh, we move into the core of evil in order to seal it away.
0: We got to get rid of this idol, Gary.
1: Yeah, I hate this fucking thing. <laughs>
0: Sucks. Hate it. I yeah. don't know why I went on this quest?
1: Yeah. Why I mean, these assholes buy it? Stupid kingdom. A bad penny. <laughs> it's a bad. What's a bad penny? What? I think it's. I think it's like just a thing you can't get rid of. Okay. It's like a bad luck penny. Okay. A monkey's paw,
0: mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we we killed a bunch of snake people. We're gonna be we're gonna be fighting some snake people here in the future. But uh, this is where kind of the uh, the overall cosmology of this uh, of this arm of the Kingsfield universe kind of comes into uh, comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and we and we and we learn uh, you know what happened to this uh, to this ancient city. Um, and why it is no longer uh living, so we we've uh, we, we, we've cleared the egg field uh, or more, more appropriately the, the the egg tunnels uh filled with hydralisks, and uh, we enter the, in the back way to this kind of great graveyard, although i'm not sure what exactly is buried here aside from big purple skulls
1: yeah, yeah big uh big glowing, diffuse skulls, magic <laughs> skulls, and then just a bunch of regular skeletons. I like how skeletons we talked about this before, I think, but just never really go away. <laughs> Yeah. like in the game, like you're, you're just always going to fight skeletons. They pretty much show up in almost every area. So
0: it, it'd be interesting to do like a skeleton pacifist run. Like if you were a skeleton sympathizer, mm-hmm. like you just don't kill skeletons, but you'll kill everything else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if any skeletons drop any key
1: loot. Like, I wonder if you can do that.
0: Huh. I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of atonement you can do you just go and do like uh um you you jump off of a ledge fifty times <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, uh, for every skeleton Yep. the um I think that somebody has done it might not be this one it might be Kingsfield one, but pacifist runs are a thing huh in the game like uh you can get through killing the minimum number of of you know boss it's like two or three bosses you have to kill, yeah, but you can get through a remarkable amount of the game without killing anything I think that might be Kingsfield one okay. I've read that before.
0: Uh, Kingsfield uh, 2 or 4?
1: <laughs> uh, 2. Okay. By 1, I mean 2.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, so we're in this great graveyard. There's not an awful lot that happens down here uh, otherwise, but uh, you start seeing signs of this flooding uh, mm-hmm. that you've never really seen before. Uh, it's going to get much, much worse before it gets any better, if it gets better at all. <laughs>
1: Yeah, which it doesn't. Nope. Um, yeah, so you kind of you know move through here fighting. It's just kind of a combat area, um, but the big thing is you're you're moving into uh, this flooded area um, where you see this central tower that is, uh, and there's water like right below you, um, and to get down there you have to drop into the water um, where there are skeletons underwater skeletons <laughs>
0: um,
1: and crawl crawl your way back up, and uh, this is kind of you know this is straight up New Londo. You know, area that has been flooded, like a whole city that has been flooded. You have, you don't see the whole city yet. You just see the bottom of the tower, but you can kind of see suggestions of it if you if you look out in the distance. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is like a big chamber. Like like going down, uh, you know, past this big gate. It's uh, uh yeah, like. There are uh, these kind of like towers that you see like off in the distance and uh, you're going to be going up and down and up and down. And uh, this is one of the most like lore heavy areas because you're seeing these tablets that have uh, text written on them, you know, talking about like the the, the mantras of this, you know, society that has turned itself over to the dark, right? You know, Mm -hmm. we live with darkness, we go with darkness to hold the will of the darkness, we build an altar and offer the idol darkness. Cold, peaceful shadow veil over all life, so this isn't mm. just the absence of lights that they're talking about, but uh, you know the, the the warm, comforting embrace of oblivion correct yep yeah. and so you get the sense that uh, water uh, was put down here specifically to seal them away
1: yes, no. yeah it, it is a sealing uh, effect, and clearly it hasn't totally worked, but um, you know has as sort of. And that's ultimately where you end up needing to go. Um, mechanically, this is really important because in the middle of the central tower is going to be your teleportation hub for a while. Um, it has golden water, which uh, heals magic and health, and is not urine. Okay. Um, and the um, the uh, and and it has a teleporter in there as well. So, like coming back to this area to refill, you know, this is and it, you're you're going to be entering up into uh, some some very difficult areas as well. So this is a uh, pretty key you can teleport back here anytime you want and refill, you know, fill up.
0: Yeah. Um, if you're paying attention to your journal at this point, there is also, uh, you know, like it explains a little bit about what the dark folk are, um, which I get the sense are not actually like people, (laughs) like it's not a race. It's not like the widow where they're transforming them into dark folk, but people who have given themselves over, Mm -hmm. um, to it, you know, to this corrupting force. And they, and they speak specifically of, you know, these four guardians, um, you know the, the, these four uh, um you know servants of the dark one right so we've already fought one uh you know the dark magician um which just is a is a funny name um but uh but there are also kind of these three others that it alludes to um uh, which you can see as it's uh, as it's laying stuff out and then in the in the deepest area you're finding this dark crystal um, that uh that, that that gives you just a little bit more um you know exposition that says you know this is a culture this is a this is a sect that has kind of like given itself over you know to the peaceful you know to the peace of this oblivion right but mm-hmm. uh saying that you know the the real evil here was was imbalance right and so the, the the dark kind of arose because of the preponderance of light that was you know present in this you know forested um right the city. forest though. yeah yeah. And so yeah, it was it was a natural extension of that.
1: Right, you can't uh, you know, it it's it's like um I got the impression it's almost like people who wanted to uh uh like even out the population, you know? Like things things are too prosperous right now. This is too <laughs> um you know, things are things are too good right now. We need another Vietnam to clear their ranks. You know, it was that kind of thing. <laughs> like that that these are these assholes. Okay. right. I'm not saying that. I don't think that. All right, (laughs) But I was talking for the dark folk.
0: (laughs) Who will speak for the dark folk? (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: I feel real uncomfortable saying dark folk at this moment. So I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We've probably said it at least like 20 times over the course of this, of this season. (laughs) And it's probably something that somebody's great grandpa said at one time. Um, yeah, but uh, you, you get down here. Um, I forget, is there, a, is there a relevant item that you're getting? Is it a key? Um, I'm sure it
1: is. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, <laughs> I bet betcha. Like, there's okay. some kind of key item that you have to get through here.
0: Yeah. That stuff, I just,
1: like, I cease to remember, so.
0: Yeah, I never, I didn't make a note of the critical path. It was just kind of like, this is a really awesome place that reminds me of this thing from this game that I played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is really cool. I will um, cease to question. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yeah so the uh, uh there's this whole like my favorite area, my favorite part of it is the area that is clearly like kind of crumbling infrastructure and and broken towers and stuff you know where you go down to get this crystal because of how often you have to be underwater mm-hmm. um during it like uh that's really fun for similar reasons the underwater tunnels um of last time and uh the uh it also just it looks like it's ruined for more it looks more ruined than just water. Like they're actually like crumbling masonry. You know what it looks like to me that are
0: destroyed. Like like What's just a, for, from the topology of it is uh um Ulysseal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like the way that like everything is kinda of canted angles in Elyseal because it's uh it's everything is literally falling over. Mm-hmm. It's got that going for it. Yeah. And clearly, like what happened to Elyssio is is <laughs> is you know, there's a direct line mm-hmm. between this and that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a neat little area that you dip into that may or may not be optional.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I would hate yeah, it if I it was I optional.
0: Yeah.
1: I, think, I think you do get a key Okay, down here. The thing, I don't think I came here at first. I think I skipped this and then ended up kind of exploring uh, you know, that area, like the, the, the tower that has the slime down at the bottom and the slime monsters. Yeah. You can go there right away, and then I needed something from here, yeah. so I ended up having to go back.
0: Yeah, you need uh, like Cesare's key or whatever, or whatever. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. so key to get to, to you know to get to that, and that is kind of the last, uh, you know, the, the last uh, um, you know barrier to the depths, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So all of this is kind of working towards that. Um, I think that so like the like the lowest levels of the you know again the what we're calling the connective tissue. Mm-hmm. here like just uh things that if you're looking at guides or even the official strategy guide refers to it as like central tower um 1F like the first floor here this is probably the least obnoxious and like least confusing of those yeah uh, just because it is you know in a state of ruin um it it does have kind of a kind of a non-standard architecture and you're fighting like these really interesting uh like enemies uh, both yeah. of these club uh, uh um ogres, like you would find in Blighttown and uh these forest assassins uh which are like night elves essentially right
1: yeah yeah there 's the night elves there's also those uh, those demon yeah. things God, like they, the guy, those the guy yeah, yeah, those things are fucking tough yeah um because they're they 're quick like they they just get up on you constantly yeah. um but yeah, they are interesting and they're more interesting fights mm-hmm. um and leaders <laughs> are gonna fight multiple demons. All the time, um, this is this is Demon Town, and uh, and then also the giant spiders, which I love. Um, they look cool. When I first ran into one, one of them fell from the ceiling on top of another one, yep. and it was, they were like a turret, like the one on top was shooting <laughs> things at me while the other one steered, so they could shoot in one direction and face in another. Symbiosis. <laughs> which was, yeah, exactly. It was Mario Kart Double Dash on that shit. Um, that was really fun. Um but yeah, it it is it is a better area than usual. It's also very generous with save points.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um like there's an area where there's like two of them there's I think there's two of them in this tower.
0: In very rapid um, succession. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You
1: know. Which is which is nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, you know the, the the spiders. It does something that you know we 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 generally uh, adore, which is a boss becoming a regular enemy. You know, I haven't compared mm-hmm. the models, but I think that the gigantic spiders that you fight here are the same as you know the first boss in the game.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Even though that one like hangs from the ceiling, like it might be a little bit different, mm-hmm. but they're very they, they're very similar, and they have the same kind of attack. I think. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, trying to slow you down. Um yep. yeah and what you're finding on here is the is is the treasury right which is right. you know which is where the 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 deepest darkest most uh closely guarded treasures of the civilization are supposedly held um and you know like this is like you know if, if there's somebody coming here you know for uh, for items of legend uh you know people like Zestari the thief uh, also yep. known as endless keys Endless keys, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Zastari,
1: endless keys, um, pretty cool. Um, the, he, he, uh, you know, he's through here, and he had to go through this uh, vestibule um, that is just like a, like a big spear trap, what shaped like a room.
0: Uh,
1: you know, it's just it's just ridiculous. Like uh, you know, you I just kind of like powered my way through. There's a way to turn these off, but I didn't mm-hmm. get. You know, until I backtracked a couple times, I didn't find it. Um, so I just ended up, like, heel-powering my way through the, the traps and just kind of sucked it up, um, which is something you should never do in real life. Um, you can find uh, your final merchant of the game here and uh, the thief that you've been – who's been kind of dogging you Chad. the whole time. Yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And he has um, he has a lot of interesting new items at this point. I think he has the whole crystal set. Oh, wow. Um yeah, yeah, he has one of the uh, the big item sets, and he's suspiciously next to a huge area full of empty treasure chests. So you don't know exactly <laughs> what's going on with that. But uh, as we previously alluded to, money is meaningless. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't have better armor at this point, um, you might as well grab all of the of this crystal set, and it's pretty good. Like I wore pieces of it throughout the end of the game. Mm. I, I didn't go back and get all of the the magic, you know, the final armor.
0: I think I avoided it because I know that as a general rule, you've you know, you've just got anytime you see something in a merchant, there's going to be something better like two minutes later. So Plus, even, hey, even, if money even had still value, now, I would agree. Exactly. Like, you know, yep. I was yep. kind of
1: like, oh, is better. Even if this just protects me against these two demons in this next room, <laughs>
0: but, I'll take it. But, uh, but yeah, old habits die hard. And also I didn't want to add inventory clutter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, but, but I totally agree here. Um, so, so like referring back to that, uh, you know, trap room, you know, spe- spears, what are a vestibule? Um <laughs> We didn't talk about it, but uh, back uh, at the beginning, like when we found, like uh, talking to that simpleton, um, he mm-hmm. is a guy who will sell you permanent upgrade items for um, for the bones and fangs that you found around. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's non standard currency there. But also um, next to him is a, uh, is a chest that has Mew's amulet. Uh, I'm not referring to the legendary 151st Pokemon Mew. I'm referring to Myu. <laughs> Uh, which is not for New York University, uh, but uh, kind of this legendary hero from this kingdom. And this amulet will cause all of the hidden doors, which have been doom humping um, up to this point, um, to glow green. And uh, here, like it, it tells you exactly where you need to run to uh, to unlock the you know, to get into the secret room to deactivate uh, the spears. Right?
1: Yeah, I never never picked
0: it up. Yep. So, uh, it, it replaces the, uh, the water amulet as the most useful neck item. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I ended up using one of the wit items gives you more health. Mm. An, I think the the wit necklace. So that's why I ended up using as my necklace item when I okay. wasn't, uh, drowning. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I never got the, I never got muse amulet. So that would have been useful.
0: But, uh, but yeah, that, 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 that does help you. <laughs> If you, were, if you were afraid to run up against every wall when every wall could possibly be a spear in the face, that was the way around it. Uh, but you get down here, uh, you know, Chad has said he's after, uh, you know, Zastari's treasure. Um, and, you know, even the lore itself, the journal says that, uh, you know, whatever the greatest treasure was uh, remains a mystery. But there are two awesome uh, treasures down here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking specifically of, of one, um, which is the King's Map. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Which is a, and it's, it's pretty cool because it is a crystal ball um, you know, we, we, it is a game without, tech, you know, advanced technology. Mm-hmm. But the way it articulates, and you've got it in the notes here, and it's what I would have said as well, is like the map from Metroid Prime. Um, but the idea of that being expressed through magic, you know, diegetically rather than, um, you know, through like a high-tech source is really funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like I can use this crystal crystal ball, the way it articulates is exactly like a high-tech video game map. Um, But it's 3D and allows you to move around and stuff. Um, At this point, it was a little late in the game for me to use it too much. But I did use it um, in the final boss area.
0: You have to imagine, like, what kind of restraint that took the developers. So programming this probably wasn't very easy. Because, you know, the map geometry, like, unless they just took, like, the weird geometrical primitives and then just put it into this thing and said, hey, go hog wild. But like to give you this, like what otherwise would be a selling point, like it is for Metroid Prime, you know, let's say seventy-five to eighty percent into this huge long game, and not like behind right when of the, you first like, go into behind it?
1: a tricky puzzle too. Yeah, yeah, kill those lava mouths, and you have to get up there too, which involves um, like falling off a ledge onto a coffin and breaking <laughs> through a breakable wall, right? To get it, so it, it's it's hit, it's very hidden for something that took a lot of work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a mystery and it's weird and I like the, you know when high effort stuff is hidden, I guess. Mhm. Yeah. Me too. The other treasure that I'm kind of alluding to here uh would be this uh uh something that replaced the wave Crasher, which we didn't talk about last episode, Gary.
1: Yeah, which which is the, the my the go-to weapon. It's just on the beach next to a save point.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> like on the but it's there, very there, good. There's no geometry for it like in the world. Like it doesn't present itself. You just have to press X at the right spot.
1: Right, it's buried in the sand. Okay. Um but you uh you get that it's a very strong katana. Mm-hmm. Um, blade. It's a two-handed sword. But uh, it has a very like reliable overhead strike and does a lot of damage. Um, and I used it up until this point. Yeah. Um, which I got the the three-bladed sword, mm-hmm.
0: which looks like what something out of like a weird like D&D like the book of martial prowess or something like that. Yeah, it's an exotic weapon proficiency <laughs> yeah. item for
1: sure. Um yeah. I love how you're getting that like I I was really curious as to what I feel like if this were a, a later Souls game, there would be significance as to what was left behind here and what wasn't. Because we we didn't mention it, but we're in a giant treasure room where, like, <laughs> more than half of the chests have been um, – like, some of the remaining ones are trapped. So that made sense. Like, the ones that were trapped were not opened. But several of them are not trapped. Mm-hmm. and uh, But most of them have been looted at yep. this point before you got there, um, presumably by uh, Zastari. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't get the ultimate treasure or what have you, but – he failed in that, but he was here before, or by that, or by Chad, Chad went through here and, uh, and just kind of, well, I can't get through the spear room. So I'll set up shop here. Yep.
0: Um, yeah. I will live closest to what I fear most. Yeah. To what <laughs> I fear demon, most.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the demon room in the spear hut. I'm <laughs> set up shop.
0: Oh uh, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, so like, do, do you think that the King's map is the ultimate treasure? Because that would be pretty fucking sweet. Like. The whole notion of magic and technology being, you know, interchangeable, right? Like that would have to be the that would have to be the the ultimate one, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Okay, And it's also it's really well hidden and it's still there when you get there. Yep. Um, So fuck you as a story.
0: Uh, (laughs) And fuck you. Yeah. Chad. But uh, but yeah, um there's uh there, there's an uh, puzzle that you have to do in order to uh progress but you don't know that you have to do it aside from just seeing that it's there, uh which is putting these properly colored plates onto uh their right elements in the correct order and mm-hmm. then, and that's just, you know, again in a strangely uh Zelda-like turn for an non-Zelda-like series. Uh you just have to uh, find a poem um that tells you the right order like first there was the wind which carved the earth and right. gave way for the water and then everything right. caught on fire. <laughs> right.
1: It's it's pretty obnoxious, though, um, because – so for one thing, um, you're just going by the symbols. It's not like you pick up the fire plate. You have a plate that has some little wavy lines, and you have to discern that, What well, does that represent, wind or fire? Um, so that's a little bit annoying. Yeah. But if you click on one of the things ahead of time and put it in the wrong spot, um, because you're not you're not putting plates, you're pushing buttons rather. I suppose, so you have yeah. to guess which which the buttons are. If you click the wrong one, there's no reset. You're forced to complete the puzzle wrong, which causes a trapdoor to drop under you into a poison skeleton pit <laughs> that you can only teleport out of. And the teleportation sigil is on the ceiling. So you have to find the area that you can teleport out of while your screen is flashing green with poison Jesus. while you're being accosted by skeletons. And you have to teleport all the way back to the, the central tower with the golden, uh, the golden juice. <laughs> go sip on the juice. But it's a lot to go through. And then you have to backtrack your all the way here. And all because you, you know, oh, I see a button. I click it. <laughs> you know, I got here before I read the fucking poem. Right. You know, so it's like I just saw a button. It was like, okay, I'll just try a combination.
0: Yeah.
1: Whoops. You know, you're fucked. Yeah. Like I there just needs to be a reset button or something. It's really frustrating.
0: Yeah. So, so 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 there is a line, you know, beyond which being punished for being curious is unfair. Right? Because yeah. that's a thing in the Souls game. You're punished, you know, you're, you're, you're punished for being uh more incautious than curious, right? Or for letting your curiosity extend into carelessness. And this, like, pretty much is, you know, in a game where you're encouraged to investigate everything. You know, you're pressing X pretty much constantly, um, you know, like for, like, for it to do that and to railroad you into a, uh, you know, what, what might actually be certain death. And the, the, the piss water might be the place where you last saved, too. Right. Um, you know, like, like, to be sent back there regardless. Um, yeah, big no-no, which is, you know, disrespecting people's time.
1: Well, what was also also frustrating about it was the uh, I pressed one of the buttons, you know, before I read the poem. Um, when I came back, I was like, "Oh, I know the order, but I've already pressed one of the buttons." Oh yeah. You know, so I just have to go through the the motions of failing this, yeah. even though I know I know the solution.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so. Blah. Yeah, I mean, it's not a deal breaker or anything, but it's frustrating. Yep. Um, and it's important because you get the uh, the ring of wisdom or kingliness. <laughs>
0: Um, the the Kingler ring,
1: yeah, the, the the Kingler ring. Yep, crabby, um, crabby. Um, but uh, and yeah. if you remember, way back before there was two a, whole uh, episodes door. ago. Yep, they they said uh, you know only you know a kingly presence can go through. Or You're not kingly enough.
0: You are not kingly.
1: Yep, you are not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you are not kingly.
0: Yes, you are. You are, yeah. but you are but a lowly crabby.
1: Hmm. <laughs> you're not a Kingler yet yeah he'll never be a slow king he'll
0: always be a slow bro <laughs> oh man, so this kind of dead ends just a little bit, and you've got to go uh, you've got to go back a little ways um mm-hmm. which is to head to uh what I think is one of my favorite area names in a game that i've oh, yeah. seen <laughs> yeah. e- even if the area itself is uh, is, is pretty unremarkable uh, the mansion of the howling winds i mean yeah. come on
1: yeah which like is, the, it sounds super cool the land of wind
0: um, and ghosts yeah <laughs>
1: disappointing in real life sounds <laughs> cool. yeah uh, which... um, so th- the big gimmick here is crossing this bridge um, to get across it with these uh, very anime attack looking gusts of wind mm-hmm. they come through at uh, semi regular intervals um, and you just you want to you know try dashing through and you might have to adjust if you get hit by this uh, this wind yeah. gust across this bridge
0: pro tip just run but, to the towards the left of the bridge and you'll be fine <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. It's like it's like somebody off to your left. Uh, it's either Terra or Locke or somebody from Final Fantasy VI is casting Ultima at you. <laughs> this is what it looks yep. like.
1: That is, that is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and when you get to the end, there's like two ogres walking in slow circles.
0: So. Which way did he go, George? <laughs> Uh, there's a little secret area if you drop off of one of those ledges and that's where I think you get the last, uh, wind crystal. I only know that because I looked up a guide to find where to get all the magic spells to try them out, uh, for the mm-hmm. purpose of this. And then I promptly, uh, refused to internalize what any of the spells beyond the four that I used all the time did. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: That, um, that drop off area is really well hidden though. Yeah, it is. Like you have to fall off the cliff onto this barely, you know, barely concealed ledge. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just wide enough for you to land on. And it opens up this whole area full of hydralisks yep. um, down there to to fight and kind of get more treasure and such.
0: Yeah. So, but if you proceed towards the mansion of Howling Winds itself, uh, you can go into the ground level and uh, quickly be stymied, uh, having your progress uh, halted by these various doors and such, and this big gigantic gate. What it actually wants you to do is to go up towards the upper to the upper level. And find this uh, uh, a a switch and B uh, this guy I, I always want to say Sazerac but I might just want a tasty cocktail right now um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, his name is uh, Serac Raz- Resmac. Resmac yeah Serac Resmac <laughs> Serac, blah 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 yeah. let's, let's just Sazerac um, <laughs> so uh, he kind of is uh, the mad scientist of uh, of the forest folk like 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 he is like one of the people who like opened up the dark ruins like he mm-hmm. he has had a hand in uh in making all of this happen, um you know he wasn't the person who actually broke the seal that was uh the king's son, then you know it was the prince, spoilers for later, or maybe from two episodes ago I forget uh but uh but yeah, he very much was the uh the Oppenheimer, right They're all sons of bitches now,
1: yeah. Indeed, that's yeah, that's that's exactly it. Um, and kind of to you know, as penitence, like he's living out this life in this mansion, um, surrounded by monsters and wind, <laughs> and uh, and and ogres. And like, do you get the sense like these these monsters are around him? Like, are they uh, guarding him or are they keeping him in?
0: Well, he's a, he's stoned, um, yeah. But Ciroc uh, really is just you know lore significant, uh, regardless of if, if he's you know if he's trapped there or not. But uh, the 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 real action is down in the basement, Um, and again, one of these dark servants, uh, you know, the hammer giant, right?
1: Right, which has kind of a less uh, significant name (laughs) than some of the other dark servants. A
0: little bit. It just kind of says what he does and is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you remind me of like um like a Castlevania boss or something like that, Mm -hmm. like a 3D version of him. Like I kept imagining the the first boss from Castlevania Three. Oh yeah. Um, But it's kind of a cool, like it's a it's a rare like set piece moment. Yeah. Um because he busts through walls. He's like, a, you and
0: like, he's like Mr. X from Resident Evil Two. Yeah. 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 Like he's or chasing you- from Resident Evil three. <laughs> he's he, he's chasing you around this uh this uh um not like maze like, but it's this basement. And there are more corridors. Like, you know, most of the time when you're fighting enemies, you know, regardless of whether the walls are speary or not, um, you know, it's it's been in, you know, a, a relatively geometric space. Whereas this guy, like you're bene- you benefit from keeping him on the run.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, which is really cool. Like it's one of my favorite boss fights yep. in the game because of that. Um, he's not too difficult. Like you pretty much just kind of hit and move. And I end up using the the flash spell primarily. You know, the entire game that was my attack spell. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that stuns him for a second. Yeah. So you can hit him. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's great. Like I li- I really like this fight. And the the big reason you're here is to get Sarek's key. Um, Sarek Resmax Razamax uh, key. Sa-
0: <laughs> it's Sazarak. Yeah. Sazerac. have You ever tried making one of those? It's really really hard. <laughs>
1: No. No. No, I, I I've never I've never had one.
0: Oh, it's a uh, yeah, it, it, it's something that like if there was a justification to like have somebody like professionally make you a cocktail, that'd be the one. There's like all kinds of muddling and, you know, bitters and shit. Hmm. Yeah. It's tasty. It's like a New Orleans thing. Fruity. Hmm. Uh, like 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 most old school cocktails are. But uh, I digress. <laughs> but yeah, you're down here to get St. Key. Um, and uh, this, you know, you you've actually seen. So, like, when you come upon a door that you can't open, it, it says like "so and so's key required," um, mm-hmm. and even chess, right? So yeah, this, like, Serik's uh,
1: chest, Serik's yeah. door. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Any, so anytime you get one of these keys, it's a uh, you know kind of a uh, a cue to go backtrack, which is what we're going to have to do. However, I think that it is time to do an ad read. Or break, yeah,
1: yeah. Don't use your industry speak on me. <laughs> yeah, take a quick break to acknowledge uh, who's keeping the lights on yeah. here. Um, and this week it is uh, Nick Daniel from LatchkeyKingdom.com.
0: Yeah, it is a delightful and wonderful and enchanting, I would say, um, web comic uh, that is about uh, that is about adventure. I would say is the one word that I would use to describe it.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it is uh, a young young, intrepid lad going out in kind of a uh, video game-inspired but not directly taken from, for the most part, a video game world. And uh, it is lighthearted. Like, the tone is kind of like um, last episode I compared it to Bone. It's also got a little bit of, like, the old Carl uh, Barks DuckTales yeah. to it, um, you know. And uh, just going out and seeking seeking adventure for adventure's sake. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are multiple storylines are kind of going through. Um, specifically for listeners of this show, he's done a couple of Dark Souls crossover uh, things, one that's running uh, as we speak, I believe. Um, you know, where the characters from the, the show meet the characters from the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. R-
0: recommended. Recommended. One thing that I love when webcomics do, especially like large plot-driven ones, is when they actually make the effort of breaking it up into arcs. Right. Yeah. Like when it's been running for a while, which I know this one has been, um, you know, taking that taking that uh, kind of like thought, putting that effort into actually like, you know, giving these miniature stories, these beginnings, middles and ends, um, you know, it actually shows that somebody is thinking about the thinking about the reader, uh, which makes it thoroughly uh, digestible if you're going back and doing like an archive read.
1: Well, it's not just about the reader; it's also about
0: story structure. Well, true, you know. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: like, planning things out in that, like, it, it has a it, the structure is like a comic book, mm-hmm. like that's how you know it, it runs like a, like physical comic books work. Which, like, a lot of times, web comics are just big meandery messes, you know, Yeah. Um, just kind of like one big line of goo from the beginning to the end. <laughs> and a lot of times, like, if somebody suggests a web comic to me, they're like, "Well, the first like, you know, twenty, you know." Episodes aren't very good, but you can skip them. It's like, well, I don't want to skip them because it's a narrative thing. Yeah. And uh, this is nice because they're self-contained arcs and it uh, – you know, there are multiple stories that have beginnings, middles, and ends. Yeah. Um, you know, and you can feel it. Like, you know, the best things have endings, you know, and that goes for TV shows or comics or any kind of serialized fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, you can feel when something is, is being written with, a, with the end in mind versus when it's not. Right. So – yeah. And this definitely uh definitely has that going for it.
0: Yeah. So we're so. very appreciative to have uh, somebody who makes something so great, um, willing to support the show. Um that mm-hmm. is LatchkeyKingdom.com. Once again, that is LatchkeyKingdom.com. Check it out.
1: If you're feeling extra generous, you can also go over to uh, audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat and uh pick up a free audiobook on us. Um <laughs> any anything you want, any kind of audio entertainment, stand-up comedy. Um, They have, you know, all kinds of books, you know, read by the actual authors. Um, Very, very cool. I would recommend – I read the physical book. I haven't listened to it yet. But uh, David Cross, Brian Poussain, and Bob Odenkirk wrote a book recently that is uh, discarded scripts um, from their Mr. Show days. Mm, And it has two movie scripts that they were not able to produce. And uh, there's a lot of Mr. Show magic in that it's called hollywood said no um and that's very cool so that i would i picked it up actually when i saw them live um but they they read the uh, the audiobook version of it hmm. and uh i bet you it's great because the book's actually really hilarious yeah
0: love when that happens authors are hmm. uh like one of the you know people it just makes sense that they would have insight into the way that their own stuff is delivered like that is yeah. why is i've is I've, ne- I've never read a david sedaris book but i have listened to all of them <laughs>
1: Well, this is like a screenplay too. Sure. So, like, it, like they're not quite acting it out, but it makes sense for to have both the you know, both characters or both uh, Bob and David read their parts right. and stuff. So, even though I, I, it makes me wish I hadn't already read the book, yeah, because I, I would love to listen to it, and maybe I will anyway.
0: So <laughs> and if you wanted a, to audib- listen to
1: it, what would you do? Well, you, uh, well, I <laughs> would have already used my free <laughs> audible, <laughs> audible token.
0: Okay. But so. if I
1: were a listener, I would go to audibletrial.com forward slash chat. And uh, support the show Mm -hmm. and pick up some free audio entertainment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sign up for a trial of the service and go to town listening to that awesome Mr. Show magic.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I want to talk about more Kingsfield. I do, too,
1: especially because we're going to one of my favorite... Like things that has happened in a game, um, like would this be would the passage of light be as strong if you couldn't poke your head into it earlier I, and just be like oh <laughs> shit, and then, like back out?
0: I don't think so. So like, I don't think so either. The, the The arc of it is is pretty interesting because you poke your head in. And it is totally, like, really different from everything you've seen up to this point. And even by the time you, like, grow into it, it is really totally different, too. Like, you never yeah. see anything as, like, trippy and surreal as this. But, like, when you when you go into it earlier, like, if you, if you, if you go into it at any appreciable distance, you're going to be killed. And so, like, yeah. you think, this is something I'm building up to. This is something that I'm going to, like, be able to, like, surmount, right? And you are, but, like... I don't know that without that anticipation, it would be as successful as, as it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so, um, you know, like, and I'm sure, you know, I trust you, you're editing this episode. I trust you to use them, you know, give the music a, it's it's a, a reasonable highlight because it is so <laughs> ridiculous and in Congress. It's such a like a moment of shock and awe when you first dip into this. From like, a moment of like when you first run into this earlier in the uh, the second episode, I think um, we had just come from the the elf forest from the forest folk like the the golem super peaceful and then all of a sudden like you're just blasted with this like this music (laughs) and these flashing multicolor lights and sense of ridiculous urgency and just wyverns flying through the sky (laughs) Um, you know it's awesome Yep, and uh, it is just super overwhelming so to know that you know I was just I was killed immediately and then I was just like oh man I can't wait until I can do this (laughs) because this is this is great Mm -hmm. Um, so other than that presentation part it kind of disappoints us as far as what you're going to do <laughs> yeah. when you're here, um, but uh, that presentation is is gold, old gold, gold.
0: And what you're doing here is, you know, you're just fighting these forearmed knight dudes, which mm-hmm. they're hard. Like, you know, if, if you read about this game, you find like one of the one of the most common facts but Chad mm-hmm. <laughs> um is how do i beat the four armed knights and really it's just like keep your distance you dummy like do what you usually do and you know bob and weave and you're fine mm-hmm. <laughs> like the like, like the biggest thing that's different about them is that they can attack you from behind themselves cuz they got four arms dummy um right. and that they just you know they fight you in these kind of like uh casket rooms you know, which makes mm-hmm. it hard to maneuver. But that's really about it. And like, what you're here to do is just like assemble this ancient set. Uh, sorry, ancient set with, uh, of armor, which is probably too heavy for you anyway.
1: Well, did you? I mean, you figured out the secret of the ancient set, right? Uh, no. You have if you wear all of it, it's the lightest armor in the game, and it gets a big defense boost too. But you have to wear the whole set, including the sword and the shield.
0: Okay. So that was my problem. I put on the whole armor set, but I probably mm-hmm. had a better I, – I, like I probably was using the wave crasher or the triblade. blade <laughs> um, Yeah,
1: which I, I did too and then ended up using the ancient set because um, the weapon is not as strong, but it's lighter. Okay. So you end up being able to attack more frequently. Okay. Um, it's, yeah. it's actually really good up until you um, – but again, the way this – this game gives you really good weapons, and then gives you just slightly better weapons immediately. <laughs> yeah. So you're not very far away from getting the ultimate weapon of the game, mm. and then not too far after that of getting the ultimate armor. So, yeah. um, but the ancient set's actually really good. You just have to commit.
0: Yeah. So. And I like that idea of how like having a having a theme set or like a curse set or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like not like in the D and D sense of uh, you know you need to you can't take it off. You can't take it off, but like in the Final Fantasy VI sense of like, oh, I'm gonna like do I'm gonna make Gow an imp or something like right. that.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, I think that this as a set piece is more just uh, is great because of its incongruity um, right. more than anything. And, you know, that and it, you know, when you when you come out the other side, uh, you are uh, you, you, you're dropped uh, next to the king's room. Right.
1: Right. Right. Which is the room yeah. that you have. You're not kingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now you are. Because you, are. you put on the ring, you can go in.
0: Uh, we didn't say this. I usually don't like break rhythm to uh, to, to mention things we missed, but uh, like in order to get here and in order to like unlock the secrets of this tomb, uh, you know, you have all the keys. You have the engineers, the workmen's, the Sazeracs, and all that. Uh, and uh, one of the like uh, by the red fountain, you have this big room full of mysterious chests that you uh, can't open until you get those keys. Um and so you have to you have to go back there and get these uh these black eyes uh which oh, you yeah. which you use to open up uh you know this uh this inner sanctum right oh. yeah
1: yeah and and I've actually you know I've been doing it the entire time, me too you know so I didn't think of coming here at the end to just to kind of do it once
0: yeah you know because like, i was
1: always i was kind of using that as a hub anyway
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh yeah, that's what they lead to
0: yeah, I came back here like you know i you you obviously have to come back because Serac, uh you have to get his key uh from them mm-hmm. you know but uh but yeah uh just, it's it's worth noting that uh you know that hub does exist and uh that is a pretty good like mile marker for the for the game oddly enough um mm-hmm. and you know it encourages that backtracking that you uh, that you otherwise would or would not do um mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but uh getting into the king's room you know it's another one of those uh great story beats uh which is you see the the skeletonized king um unfortunately you don't have to fight him he is just withered and dead on this throne room uh throne room floor Um, In this tomb, it's weird that his palace is a tomb, although he may have retreated here to die. I'm not sure. And, uh, you know, there's a a voice out of the darkness that basically says that, uh, you know, the thing that caused this to happen uh, was his beloved, uh, which I'd read to be his son, but it could be anybody he held dear, um, you know, who actually did break the seal um, to go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, we know his son ran off. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that that's supported somewhere else. And that's the only other family member that's mentioned. Right. So just for simplicity's sake, you know, it'd be weird if it was just another character that wasn't mentioned elsewhere. So I, I thought, I think it's his son as well. Yeah. Um he kind of lays out some of the, um, like, the the theming of the area, too, which is, um, you know, like, the, that balance thing. Like, he says something like, uh, when the light becomes stronger, the dark does as well. Um, and then, uh, perhaps relying on magic alone isn't the best way to fight the darkness. Um, so, you know, it, it is a message of balance mm-hmm. kind of on both ends. Like, you know, you get the idea that the, uh, the light, you know, which we, we had seen before in the shrine of light, like we know that kind of got out of hand and, uh, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> okay. Mistakes were made, but, so, but you're right. Like uh, the, 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 there was lore around, around that, which is, uh, they, they call it the shrine of light. Um, which, uh, you know, it's the passage of light when you see it. I, I don't know. Weird translations. But they say, you know, like, of, of the passage of light, that the light grew so great, it soon became a symbol to fear rather than one to worship. Um, the shrine of the oath was sealed, as was the ancient king. So, right. you know, like, like that, they're, they're both extremes here. Which, like any Ken Levine or Irrational game, the... <laughs> <laughs> the 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 real the, the real lesson is that extremism is bad.
1: Yeah, you should be or like South Park. Like, you know, should the compare is the, these uh G- these these career centrists.
0: <laughs> uh. The truth is in the middle, Gary.
1: Uh, it may it's one of those things that very well may be true, but it's such a boring thing to have yep. be the point of anything.
0: Gary, Gary, you know? the old bearded white man, he was evil, but so was the black lady.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised. And they were both equally evil. I know. But they were both actually Uh-huh. And, um... <laughs> okay. probably isn't the best place to have, like, Bioshock Infinite spoilers. I <laughs> but the, uh... <laughs> okay,
0: you know, I'll put a marker there and beep that Yeah,
1: Yeah, feel feel free to, to bleep that out. But, yeah, man, I, I don't, uh... Yeah, that stuff. Like, there's so much that that game. Like, the game is I've we talked about this before. <laughs> yes. Like, aged pretty poorly in my mind. And the stuff that I like is the more I think about it, is confined to such a small amount of the actual time you're spending. Mm-hmm. And this isn't just me railing against the play because I've done that a thousand times. But the uh, even even thematically, like the whole stuff that you're set up the the false like the the false floor of it the um, the misdirection that is the first like two thirds of the game is. You know not as like i I found it pretty breezy going through it, but in retrospect, knowing that it adds up to nothing um kind of feels betrayy to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? yeah.
0: yeah, like you know i'm I'm very much of the opinion that you can go through a whole experience and you know come away saying that I genuinely love this stripe of it, but I'm curious about that particular one. You know just going back to going back through it with the knowledge of the whole and seeing how much of that stripe is actually represented in the experience, yeah yeah yeah
1: I mean and, and it's like I don't worry about playing it, like I think it's a good game yeah. I had fun you know it, it is a it is a good game, but uh yeah, it is frustrating it might be my least favorite of the series right like so yeah. any. Anyway.
0: Anyway, so the truth is somewhere in the middle and the king warns you that maybe magic isn't the way to do it. So what's the what's the solution, Gary? A magic sword.
1: A magic sword. <laughs> um, which makes sense. Yeah. Um one thing that should be noted is that until you go into this room, um, there are unlimited skeletons spawning in this room with this guy.
0: Sounds like paradise. Like
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you pause there, I want to make sure I was thinking of the same the same place. Like this guy is kind of a boss fight in that he is uh, constantly summoning skeletons is he? at you.
0: Yeah. I don't know that I've ever. Um, oh, okay, so one of the facts that I read after the fact, after mm-hmm. the fact, um, was like it alluded to this being as like an infinite uh, um, like leveling area, yeah. and talking about spending hours and hours there. But like I think that I I, I turned off the the hot and cold running skeleton taps uh, by the time <laughs> I read that, and so I was like, what the fuck are they talking about?
1: No, he. Uh, I had to come up in this uh, the skeleton king who was in the middle. I had to go up. Get up and stab him with my sword a couple times. Wow! To uh, and until then, he just summons skeletons forever.
0: Yeah, no, I, I have no recollection of this.
1: I wonder if there's any like if there's triggering that happens. Like maybe huh. we did things in a different order, and who knows? <laughs> um, but it was definitely a boss fight for me. Huh. When I first read of this, I was like, "Am I thinking of an area that comes later?" Because it has been you know spoiler. It's been a while since I've actually played this. Yeah, but uh, no, it was definitely him. Um, so he's kind of a mini boss encounter.
0: The the king. Yeah. No, because I just found him, like, like keeled over on the floor, like, next to a brazier.
1: Mm, there's a room with a—maybe it's not the king. Maybe it's, like, a priest that is before the king that I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah. I, there
1: is an infinitely summoning skeleton room with a guy who summons skeletons infinitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 there is evidence that you are telling the truth. However, I did not encounter any of that.
1: Yeah, I wonder, I mean, it might have been like maybe the game is slightly more there's a little bit more sophistication than we than we think. Yeah. You know, maybe it it's actually like a, a trigger that happened for me and didn't happen for you or vice versa. Hmm. I don't know. Um the uh the, the slumped over part sounds familiar to me as well, but I definitely went through a throne room with a like some kind of royalty skeleton mm-hmm. standing by the throne, summoning infinite skeletons.
0: Yeah.
1: It was not just a wonderful dream. Like it happened. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, huh. huh. Yeah, if anybody knows the answer to this, let us know. Yeah. Like, uh, it's probably something really obvious. Like, oh, Gary's thinking of this room and Cole's thinking of this
0: room. Yeah. Or Cole like, didn't go into that room. Is. Like,
1: yeah, yeah that, that could be too. Yeah. Um, well, you missed out on an Infinite Skeleton Room. <laughs> Damn it. But hopefully you did not miss out on uh, the mega weapon of the game. I don't think you
0: can. Like, you have to get this, right?
1: No. Oh, wow. No. Yeah, you definitely don't have to get it um uh, because you don't have to uh the, i think the only thing it opens is are the the
0: mew uh spheres. Oh, so and like I think i was just nice to the rounding at then.
1: <laughs> I think so. I okay. mean I, I could be wrong about that, but i think yeah. so. I don't think you have to go get this weapon. Mm-hmm. Um in fact, i know you don't have to because uh, a lot of times a lot of the guides have referenced like, you know, if you get this or if you can if you go get this. This oh, is yeah. but if you didn't get that item, it's not a big deal because you can still the end boss like spoiler doesn't actually require that much in the way of strength. Yeah. Um but yeah, you go through this huge like really cool looking rooted area where That's all these roots so are great. Like conglomerating around a crystal kind of uh
0: uh-huh.
1: area in the center where there um if you have the ancient sword uh, or the lawful blade, rather. Yeah, Santiago
0: um, sword. The sword of yeah, Santiago. Yeah, the one that was given into into to moonlight him. Sword.
1: Yeah. Yeah, from the king.
0: Yeah. And and, and, is, and like that that is the sole through line <laughs> from the rest of the King's Field games into yeah. this one.
1: And into every Souls game. Like every front yeah. soft game has this. Um and it's definitely the mega weapon for uh for this game. Yeah. Like it's so good.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's definitely, you know, it's got the it's got the best uh the best like does it have the best uh damage to weight ratio? I think so. Possibly. Like it's mostly yeah. energy, so um yeah. and everything that I've read about it says that it has the uh, the most effective sword magic, but I never leveled up a sword enough to get sword magic. <laughs> Me either, including this one. Yeah. So that is this weird mystery mechanic um, that uh, just never availed itself to me. Yeah.
1: yeah, and if you're if you're doing that, you're doing it like you don't. You definitely don't need to, right? Like, uh, you know, the, the rest of the game, like you can kind of get through it without uh, without Again, like as I said, without being too tough. So, yeah, if you're doing that, like there are people who just level up all their weapons in this game to see all the magics. Like that's a cool <laughs> idea, but I'm not gonna do it,
0: right? Um, uh, this has a, you know, it, it is unique to other weapons because it has a uh, kind of a functional um, uh, capability to it, which is it unlocks these sealed pieces of armor that you have probably found, um, at the very least, uh, outside of the uh, the Mansion of Howling Winds, uh, which mm-hmm. are, uh, they belong to Lord Mew, who is kind of the forest folk's uh, most, uh, let's say, legendary um, warrior, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, he fell fighting uh, the the dark folk, mm-hmm. and they sealed away his armor yeah. in these spheres um, that are floating
0: around. <laughs> Which um, raises the question: there is yeah. no shortage of lava. Why wouldn't they just destroy it?
1: Yeah, melt them down. Well, they're too <laughs> magical. Ah, um, but if you hit them with the uh, moonlight sword, you can you can unlock them. Um, I ended up only getting a couple of them um, because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like hunting them all down. Um, but you can go and get them, and they are the best armor in the game.
0: Yeah, so. They make you look uh, kind of like Dr. Doom a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a, you know, Gravelord-esque. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, and it sets you up uh, pretty good to go into the endgame.
1: Yep, Yep. that's what we're heading to now. Um, Off from that main tunnel, you can go into this area across uh, from that and go down a very long staircase into this, like, goo (laughs) area, Um, (laughs) this, like, sea of slime Yep. where there are these slime monsters um i thought i couldn't uh get into this i was like actually I, sh- I can't touch that stuff i shouldn't touch it mm-hmm. when i first got here and i uh, kept trying to use the uh the water icon on it like you get it you pick up an, a water icon at some point i can't remember where yeah um but that's not what you actually use it inside this this tower in the middle but i was scared to get into this and i didn't need to be yep. i just kind of walk
0: through it yeah no big deal it's pretty much just poison like you just yeah. go through it and you know it's neat because you know again like creeping corruption is a theme in froms uh and froms fantasy games mm-hmm. um and this is you know even more so than a lot of the other areas that you've seen like 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 a time where that like an area has become outwardly hostile because of these evil forces right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so you you go in here and you purify this area which gets you um access into the deepest levels um, you know, uh, cute little goo people aside, all those little guys.
1: Yeah. 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 This, this whole, this area with the, with the goo area is kind of weird. It's like this hub with these rooms leading off of it. Some of which are downright pointless. Yeah. It's kind um, of
0: Zelda esque, actually, like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's just because I'm playing Zelda right now, um, <laughs> where I noticed that just, there are some, you know, like areas that are given equal geometric weight, but, uh, uh, lesser, you know, ludic weight, um yeah. you know like in terms of reward but uh but yeah like it very much feels like that there are only certain you know spokes off of this hub that actually reward you with progress for going down them like mm-hmm. maybe there is the last water crystal that you get from there but otherwise just like you know f- fight this poison dude and go back to the center you dummy
1: right and what do you what do you need now so yeah exactly. you, know, you don't need that that crystal Yeah, this is gonna moving into the next area. I don't necessarily think this will be mind blowing, but uh, this is optional. I didn't. I didn't do this. I did not fight this boss. <laughs> I did not go into the jail.
0: I thought yep. that, that was like the. I, I thought that was the gateway into the old battlefield. Like, like you, that, that. That's how I got in there.
1: You go through like an area that is. Well, I went through like the like like a part of it. Uh huh. But I didn't fight that boss, and I didn't get into like the meat of it. Like you can wow. skip through like almost all of it. Because I went, I went through a brief, like, kind of stairs down and just got right to the old battlefield.
0: Like, I and saw that, but there was, back. like, this weird green glowing moat between me and where I was wanting to get to. I thought that it was a trap, so I ventured further into the jail.
1: And I'm pretty sure I just walked across the moat. Um, If it's it's the one that that I'm thinking of, I just walked through it um, to get there because, I mean, and it didn't hurt me that much. Like, I just got through it. And at this point, like, in in the spirit of full disclosure, like, I had my eyes on the prize. Like, I'm like, I feel like I'm at the end of this game. I want to stop playing it. Oh, yeah. You know, I like it, but I just wanted to beat it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't go back and explore. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, this is a whole area I have very little experience with.
0: If I'm recalling correctly, it was probably, like, 2 a.m. when I was playing Mm -hmm. this. I was very much in eyes prize mode, but it was, like, Saturday night. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do this, <laughs> um and so and so I thought that it was just part of the I just thought it was part of the game, and like mm. if if that's the case, I'm kind of pissed because there's like no real reward for doing it aside from fighting a pretty cool boss who like probably is like if the sword master was going to be a boss in this game, he probably would have been this dark knight kind uh-huh. of guy like who's just in the depths of this jail, guarded by a bunch of cerberi, uh which is pretty cool like thematically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, uh, like this guy has the significance because he is the one of the, of the dark servants who killed Lord Ryu, like they actually oh, okay. like mention that, like, you know, after he killed Lord Ryu, he set up shop here, like waiting for new challengers to come down. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, like that's, uh, that's bizarre actually. Yeah.
1: Huh. yeah it's kind of weird. It, it's like a big sequence break. You just walk across that
0: river of goo. <laughs> So. <laughs> like, you know, when I think of sequence break, I think of, like, Super Metroid, like, abusing the, like, the, like, the screen oh, changing like mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh wow. Huh. Yeah. And, and, like, it's it's a weird area because, like, it doubles back on itself a lot. Like, there are, uh, you know, not so much fake walls, but, uh, like, I would say that it is more tangled than a lot of the areas you've seen so far. It's, like, a pretty mm-hmm. cool dungeon. Like, it's, I think it's cooler than the old Battlefield. But,
1: yeah, the the old Battlefield looks just like a generic hellscape to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's also full of those demon bosses,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which are, are really you know tricky. The one cool thing with the old Battlefield are all the dragon skeletons. Yeah, which I, yeah. I'll, I'll always walk on a dragon skeleton. Like, yeah, it's
0: like a bridge. Well, they're usually bridged, bridge, so you usually have to walk on yeah. <laughs> them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like walking across some bones, some dragon bones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like it, it's pretty cool because you get the sense that this area is you know just kind of unstuck in time, right? It's a it like it feels a little bit like the kiln, except less desolate. It's just like it, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the the this area that is on the borderlands between ultimate evil and civilization that is in perpetual war, except you don't see what's fighting against the the ultimate evil, right? Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And so, yeah,
1: like, 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 near a portal to, like, like hell. Like, this is the part that felt like hell to me. Uh-huh. Like, a, almost like a, a Christian hell, <laughs> you know. Which is kind of one of the things that I feel um, the abyss is a lot stronger as a, a overwhelming darkness because, at the very least, like, it, it has a visual motif that doesn't recall anything, you know. Like, it is just uh, when you're in the, the abyss and uh, under Elysium, it's mostly darkness. But the way that it corrupts the people is interesting. You know. And uh this, you know, you're fighting demons next to lava fields and on top of bone towers. Like it just felt very, very, you know, Judeo Christian hell
0: to yeah. me. It's like what Bosch you, without it, like, the Bosch.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Without yeah, without any of the kind of design sense. Mm-hmm. So this this part felt generic to me almost. And I was like, What do you know, what is this doing here? Like this does not I like the idea of there being this battle, but I felt like it needed Something, especially in what came like after this, I thought that the actual end boss was going to be like a big devil or something. I had no idea that you know it it really redeemed itself in what it ended up being. But uh, this part feels very generic to me.
0: The end boss would just be your PS2 through the USB connected printer printing out a chick tract, yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah, I, I, I just I like the idea of a perpetual battle, even after the battle is lost by one side. Uh, but uh, but you're right, like visually, it is pretty weird, um, or uninspiring weird to be good weird is a compliment. Um, but uh, like, okay, so when I say weird, I mean, this is under open air, even though it ought not to be.
1: Yeah, it's in Congress.
0: Yeah, Yeah, which I guess is also a compliment, because I say that as a compliment a lot of the time. So yeah, anyway. Uh, this is where Mew um, died as we, as we mentioned uh, you know, this, uh, mm-hmm. this dark night killed him. Um, and uh, what I, what I love um, is kind of this run up to uh, the final shrine, uh, which has all of these uh, stones that are laid on either side. And they also the same thing, which is praise the darkness. The darkness is truth, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, a decade too soon mirror inverse of praise the sun.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I am reading nothing. I'm reading something into nothing, but uh but uh you know if we are doing this thematic approach then uh then we can say that uh this is the converse of praising the sun. Sure. Yeah. Why not?
1: Yeah. Um uh, it it is dark here. <laughs> um your sword will actually light up in front of you. Mm-hmm. And the moonlight sword, which is really cool.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh <laughs> you head into like the last uh, like proper boss of the game, um the dark succubus. Um, who is there a lore significance to her or is she just a demon?
0: I think she is just like the other uh, Dark Servants, uh, you know, like the Hammer Demon and the Dark Knight, just uh, yeah. somebody who is who, who is just out there. And she just happens to be the last one that you fight. Um, she might be like the master of these, uh, be, be, because those archers that you fight are the same as the uh, the Night Elf Assassins that you've been fighting yeah. all the whole way through. So, like, it may it may just be that she is deploying them or she is the most shadowy and, you know, s- secretive of them.
1: But, or sedu- you know, seducing them or something yep. into it. You know, I mean, she can't be called succubus for nothing. Right. You know, like that's that's a chosen word um, for her.
0: <laughs> or it is a translated thing.
1: Or a translation error. Yeah. It's one or the other. Um, La- lady the, demon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty tough boss fight. I found, like, um, you have really good equipment at this point, but she does a lot of damage. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was hammering on my, my status effect thing is because the uh, the archers are—and the archers around you are constantly pelting you with arrows. Right. The arena is a little bit like the power knight. Um, and that you're fighting with a uh, just kind of bowman all the way around you, except that there's not a way to get up there and get them, you know, before uh, fighting her, I don't think.
0: Yeah. And your only, so, like, real solace in that is, like, if you do enough damage to the succubus, she'll go away for a little bit, which lets you safely uh-huh. switch to the crossbow and yeah. uh, take those guys out.
1: Yeah. Or heal or what have you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the last line of defense before you actually get to your ultimate goal, which is, you know, a place where you can actually get rid of this dark idol.
1: Yeah. The, the dark one, which, this is weird. Like, uh, that I was not expecting this. To, like, we're in a weird that it is not like the Souls games or anything either. Like, this would not have been a boss in one of the Souls games. This is like Earthbound. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you being in a gigantic, like, Giger masturbation fantasy <laughs> organic system of tunnels where the, you know, pulsating, ovulating pleasure sacks are like, you know, <laughs> coming out of the wall is trying to get you.
0: It's like the last level of Contra.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right after, you. this is after you place the, the idol. You go up and you, you place this idol and you just fall into the last level of Contra or Life Force or, you know, H.R. Gagher's
0: <laughs> Masturbation Shack.
1: Yeah. H.R. Giger's Tears of War 2.
0: I prefer Masturbation Shack. <laughs> you know, what? I hope, I hope one day I am of enough means, own enough land to have a dedicated Masturbation Shack.
1: And have it designed by none other than HR Geiger.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just to have him around to watch. He's he's alive, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. He's still alive.
0: (laughs) I I just hoped I wouldn't, you know, this play wouldn't involve a shovel.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's just called a masturbation, HR Geiger masturbation shack because it is where you masturbate onto the corpse of HR Geiger.
0: I, you know, I'm not, I'm not comfortable taking it that far. I would rather go with masturbation Shaquille O'Neal. There we um, go. There we go. That's my masturbation shack. Um, You're comfortable
1: taking it that far? Like, what if you actually meet Shaq? And he, he, you know, references that joke about you calling him a masturbation shack. <laughs> Like, you don't want to call Shaq a masturbation. Shaq, he's the nicest guy in the world.
0: Okay, so I'm chastised. I am chastised, and if he does Shaq's do a new Shaq-Fu, I hope that we are part of his press junket, okay? Jesus
1: Christ, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, like Get some press copies of that shit. I kind of want that shirt. <laughs>
0: Me too. Um, <laughs> don't <laughs> foo it up. Yeah, don't
1: Fu it up. I'll wear a Shaq-Fu
0: shirt. Me too. <laughs> Despite our pre-roll of talking about how video game shirts are unanimously bullshit. Yeah. Well, this is special. <laughs> this is special. This this is a special significance to us. I am sorry, Shaq. You are my hero. I didn't mean to talk about masturbating to you. <laughs> Wink. Or you masturbating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, I wonder what. Like, I wonder. I should find out what his number is on his uh, his. What is it called? Sport coat. Was those things the basketball men play?
0: Yeah. It's it's, it's, a, it's it, it is his uh, it, it is his athleticism jerkin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His jerkin. Um, whatever his competitive jerkin is, I should find out whatever, what his digits are mm-hmm. and where that competitive jerkin. And then mm-hmm. when people think I like basketball. I'm like, no. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I'm referring to the 1993 masterpiece Shaq Fu. Yeah, Why does everybody just, get this wrong?
1: And also just the man, like, do yourself a favor at home. Google image search, Shaq smiling. <laughs> and, like, it's so good. Yep. <laughs> so.
0: Like, he is probably one of, like. Two NBA stars who was like avoided scandal his entire career.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a man. Have you seen the gif where it's the line of cats doing that little like thing where they shake their shoulders when they're <laughs> about to pounce on something? Can you, sh- you scroll down and Shaq doing the same thing? <laughs>
0: you share that on the Abject Suffering page. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, man. I want to send my kids to the St. Shaq Catholic School. I'm not even Catholic. <laughs>
1: Shackle it, shackle it, shackle it, shackle it. Um,
0: <laughs> Glory be to the dunk and the highest. <laughs> oh, always oh, oh, shun the free throw from your heart. <laughs> He's bad at free, uh, free throws, right? That's his. Uh, that's his thing.
1: Oh, who? Who fucking knows? Just I can't look, not look in his eyes. Like it's yeah, enchanting. I never see him next to a basketball. I just.
0: uh, (laughs) I just see him next to a sugar glider.
1: Yeah, exactly. I just see him conducting a symphony for some reason. The
0: the symphony of your heart.
1: Yeah. Well, that's one of the Google image searches is him conducting a symphony. Yep. Yeah. He just has adventures. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Does one of those adventures uh, uh, include fighting polygons in the stomach? Probably okay. Probably
1: going into an Earthbound esque Geiger womb.
0: Yeah, into a Geiger and, womb that is also uh, like a like a PS one tech demo.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like super shitty polygons popping out um, of these these things. The the run up to this, mm-hmm. where you are going through that kind of maze of you know webbed you know mood sacks. <laughs> like uh, the uh, that's where I used my king's map. Because I was like, I can't fight any of these things. They respawn if you kill them, um, so you shouldn't fight any of them. And I was under leveled at this point; like, I probably could have stood to to level up a little bit, partly right. because I skipped that jail, probably. <laughs> uh, but I just dashed through. Like, okay, look at the map, memorize. You know, left fork, right fork, right fork. Yeah, and then just sprint through.
0: If it's any and consolation, uh, I did the very same thing, even though I did go to jail. So
1: okay, yeah. yeah. Um, you get through, and you get to this other bigger organic. Heartscape. Um, which is actually the boss, um, which is, like, it's kind of interesting. Like, it is a pathing boss. Like, it is get to this area without getting killed, you know? Yeah. And then uh, there's a giant u- uvula, like, uh, floating, which yeah. I, you know, presumably is, like, the, the dark one or the darkness or the cause of this. Yeah. Um, part of the reason why I think those insects might be still connected is because there is a little bit of like the fact that this is all kind of organic, you know, like it's not a magical presence. It yep. is. A, it is an organic thing. Mm-hmm. And the idea of it being, um, you know, these bugs that crawl in your ears and take over your mind yeah. could be like a spore from this thing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that.
1: You know, But yep. Yeah.
0: Being that I see no evidence against it, and I am very much a fan of that idea, I will not disagree with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it makes sense. It's as close to a unifying theory of the dark mm-hmm. of the as I can think of. Yeah. Um, but you had to hit this uvula three times. And yeah. uh, every time you do, he kind of drops you below him. And you had to run back up.
0: Yeah, he cuts the floor out from under you, so you have to uh, avoid the avoid the polygons. Um, you ever fight the uh, the last boss of Virtua Fighter or Virtua Fighter 2? Uh, Dur- no. D- durindal the, no. <laughs> the, 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 that's what they look like, actually. <laughs> which, which the, those very much were just tech demos of their respective uh, uh, platforms, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't. I did not <clears throat> get that far. There we or, go. Yeah, not that far. I never played <laughs> Virtual Pipe. Play. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah. but yeah, you get up there. It's like three times. It's like wicked easy.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah. very easy, and it, I like that. I mean, I kind of like that. It's not just a big because the early Kingsfield. So Kingsfield one. For as little as I remember of it, uh, American Kingsfield one, uh, the end boss is a you know a giant dragon kind of monster thing, and mm-hmm. it's a real big uh, hit point sponge, you know damage sponge, and it's just kind of going toe to toe with it and trying to out heal it, and uh, having something that is not quite that I appreciated, you know it's not the best boss fight in the world. In an actual you know Dark Souls game, it'd be one of the worst boss fights, <laughs> but for this, I kind of liked it. Yeah, and thinking of the succubus as actually the kind of final combat encounter, and this just being like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> this is what the actual dark is, you know, this is what you're you're keeping back. Like this is what the amulet is is tied to, mm-hmm.
0: you know, yeah,
1: or idol rather.
0: And it's just playing itself to its strength, right? Like mechanically, this wouldn't be set up for a gigantic epic fight, which mm-hmm. it 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 sounds like from your from from your recollection. Uh, you know, they, they learn from it. Like, let's, let's make the last fight, a bo- you know, like, like, like a, like a puzzle fight. Whereas mm-hmm. like dark souls is mechanically sound enough to make that not the case. Like, okay, we right. can actually like put something in front of you that you can fight on relatively equal terms.
1: Right. And that that's always, that's in the souls games. That's what the boss and boss is. It's like a swordsman. You know, and uh, that would feel. I mean, I guess I didn't fight the uh, Dark Knight in this, but I feel like the mechanics of this game, with your you know huge, your very limited mobility and ability to dodge, would make that kind of encounter difficult.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, to pull off with any kind of sense of scale.
0: Right. So it, it it would just be more of the same, which is you know, like hit, back away, hit, back away, right. hit, back away, add in right. an item until you know credits.
1: Um, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's Kingsfield 4. One of the things that happens after you beat it, you get this ending scroll, and something that they developed with the later games is ambiguity. Like, the reason why the end of Demon Souls and Dark Souls, Cole and I can, like, debate about it, and people have, like, fan theories as to what happened. Here, like, it just tells you the land prospered, yep. and uh, the dark is consigned to the abyss, and the forest comes back. hmm You the know, ears. there is that idea that, like, light could become so worshipped as to become a you know uh, an object of fear enough to tempt people into releasing this
0: again yeah it's like a surrogate dark
1: right like that could happen but it's not part of the premise like it is in the souls games right you know um it feels it's very feels very neat
0: it could be a question of like are you restoring balance or are you just swinging the are you swinging the pendulum over to one side for a little bit longer until it comes back
1: right yeah right 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 and uh yeah who 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 knows Exactly. And there's nothing, you know, nothing that comes from it. There's nothing that really suggests yeah. it because it's not a cyclical thing. Like, in you know, the dark, Souls, soul, like this is the first time this has happened. So in dark souls and demon souls, like, you know, in demon souls, the, the old one had been awakened. There was a time of demons before in dark souls, you have this kind of rich history mm-hmm. um, you're coming upon here. It's like, okay, well the, you know, the, I have to go put this thing back, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this is the shitty area where it's at. Yeah,
0: you know, so yeah, but yeah. Good game. I'm very happy I played it. Um, yeah, me I, too. You know, I'm looking forward to when I retire and I eventually have time to do something. You know, aside from just constantly play games for assignment and work for my company, uh, <laughs> that I can play. Mm-hmm. You know, Kings. You know, Kingsfield one through three, and also uh, Shadow Tower, which everybody, literally everybody, is telling us to play. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe between, um, you know, now and when we get to the end of the Dark Souls 2 mm-hmm. run, they'll announce Demon Souls 2 and oh. uh, we'll have another you know, space for another origin season. We can kindle. <laughs> yeah, we can just kindle the bonfire. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that. I don't want to like, I was thinking about like, oh, you know, I like this Kingsfield game. Would it be worth going back and doing more of them and stuff? And I don't want to end on like a whimper, mm-hmm. you know, if we end up having to end, um, you know, and just keep kind of keep kindling. That's the way I, mean, I, I feel to, too. Yeah. Yeah. I think the fourth season will be long enough. No, um, you know, but uh, and if another Souls game gets announced, you know, we'll be back.
0: Yeah, but, mm-hmm. that's kind of a bummer. I don't want to think about the show ending. Yeah, yeah, it is sad. <laughs> I think about yeah. it often, but I don't want to think about it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. that, that's Kingsfield Four. Yeah, and so, hopefully, we illustrated why it's of interest. Yeah, to Souls fans.
0: Mm-hmm. I recommend you go check it out.
1: Yeah, me yeah. too. You I want- think if, if you're gonna do a still, uh Kingsfield game, I think this is the one to do. So
0: yeah. do you wanna hear my final stats? I mean,
1: um yeah.
0: Like you see them, but like this is the first game that I recorded my entire playthrough of mm-hmm. and uh spreadsheet it out. So um <laughs> the, the, the the clock on my last save is uh twenty minutes and four seconds and fifty eight seconds. Or sorry, yeah, so so twenty hours, four minutes, fifty eight seconds. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um and uh so probably like Let's say, you know, 20, 20, and a half hours, whereas my actual play time was uh, uh, just over 30 hours. So, you know, let's say one third of my play time was lost to saves. Right? That's insane. Yep. Like that.
1: that is so nuts. Like, I know that I'm not saying this to, to beat you up. I, you are the first person to admit that you're bad at games. Like you, you've said it. I've never said it. You've said it multiple times on the show. That's crazy
0: cool. <laughs> I would be, I would be curious, like, 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 if that happens. So something we have now is persistence. Is like you know, like you, you have these clocks that are not that you know, you, you know that, that, that are not tied to like when you save, like Dark Souls <laughs> accounts, whenever you're active. I would just be curious what like, like like how that would work, like how much of stuff you play over. Right. Yeah. Like, 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 even somebody, like my opinion of myself, like in every other aspect of my life, might be lower <laughs> than what it actually should be. Right. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that might actually be the case, especially in a game that is, you know, as well, this, quote this unquote hard it. as this. It does. Yeah. And it, yeah, like, like so, so, like, I, I just don't know if this number is as shocking as it should be. Right. 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 And so my number of deaths, um, you know, I, I have 35 captured. I probably lost about 10. To uh, to getting the uh, the black scar um, and fighting mm-hmm. the dark magician, so like probably forty five deaths total. Yeah. Right. Like so, like any number is going to be shocking like that, but uh, like I, I don't know, I don't I don't know that it, I I don't know that that is as far out of the ordinary as it normally would be.
1: Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't actually know for sure. Yeah. A third of the time seems like a lot. Um, I would be surprised. I know I didn't spend thirty hours playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't track it though either. So maybe I'm misremembering it. Um, my play clock. I ended up a couple times leaving the game paused overnight. Yep. Like I would play it. So my play clock is unreliable. Mm-hmm. Like it was, uh, you know, forty-eight hours or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: that's pretty. that's, yeah. that's nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's a long time. I just I would get yeah. tired and just be like, Bleh, you know, <laughs> pause the game and go to sleep. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, I don't know.
0: But I will, I will yeah. freely admit to being worse at things than I actually am. So,
1: no, and I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and it's not like a dick measuring thing either. Like, I don't, I don't care. There's no, there's no pride in being, you know, average at video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, it just seems like a lot. Like, I would have gotten more frustrated than you've come across if I felt like I spent a third of my time replaying stuff mm, I don't know. in the game.
0: I'm gonna so, record my first playthrough of Dark Souls even if it doesn't get published anywhere I'm gonna mm-hmm. see I'm gonna see what it uh, see see how many times I die in that
1: yeah maybe I'll do the same like if I get the capture card up and go in and just uh you know not do anything with it. I don't want to do commentary because I don't want to distract myself but right. uh, maybe it'd be useful just to to know yeah so
0: I don't know. data is really cool that what that which gets measured gets done so yeah.
1: Yeah, so um, just kind of uh, some miscellaneary and errata-type material Mm -hmm. going through. Um, Some general Kingsfield impressions we've collected from you guys. Yeah. Start us off with uh, Tanner uh, Wolfenstein 3D, um, says via Facebook. Um, He will get back to us with his comments as soon as the character finishes turning around, (laughs) which is pretty funny. Um, (laughs) Because it does take 10 seconds to turn around in this game. (laughs)
0: Chad Cross, echoing that sentiment via Facebook, says, yeah, I can't seem to get over the controls. I keep trying for science.
1: I'm glad this game isn't super expensive or anything. If we encouraged a bunch of people to play this and then, like, they all hated it initially and they had to spend, you know, like 60 bucks on it, it would have felt kind of bad.
0: Yeah. But, But, uh, you know, caveat emptor.
1: (laughs) Yeah, indeed. (laughs) Um, DJ Davis uh, says via Facebook, which is either a you know a regular name or a really shitty DJ name. Um, <laughs> DJ <laughs> Steve.
0: Wicca Wicca. Wicca Wicca Wikipedia. They
1: call that because my name is Davis. <laughs> um, he says, uh, he rented the first Kingsfield Field um, available for the United States for the PS1 because it was one of the only games available to rent at the time. He only remembers thinking, this is bullshit, and returned it and played Magic Carpet and Twisted Metal instead.
0: I don't even remember Magic Carpet.
1: Oh, uh, there's not much to Magic Carpet. Um but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, the, I was, I had a similar like I, I talked about how I didn't really have a lot of options when I first played the first Kingsfield. But I remember really enjoying it. Um, but yeah, who knows? It is, it is a slower paced, harder to get into yeah. game. That
0: I, I, I could not blame somebody for being turned off by the presentation, the aesthetics, or the controls of this. Right? Yeah. Like you know, it it probably is something you have to force yourself through. Right. I guess like aesthetics is is the only
1: one of those that gives me a little bit because
0: I kind of like the aesthetics of it a lot. And I I just, I I lump those in, you know, like, 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 you know, in terms of aesthetics, like, oh, the textures are muddy and I'm used to more fidelity, blah, blah, blah. Like those those superficial things. I love the design of it too. Like, but like, Like you kind of have to admit like from those, like from those first blushes, like of the muddy, like, you know, like especially that like destroyed city, like maybe it's not that inspiring, like, yeah It's a little while until you get to like even the mines where right it's, uh, and,
1: and you know. the big strength is atmosphere, which is part of the aesthetic thing, but that comes later. yeah, you know that, that's something that has to set in. It's not something you're going to get right away, usually you know
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. So Samuel says via contact, I've only played a couple of hour, a couple of hours of Kingsfield, the Ancient City, but I've eaten all three PS1 Kingsfield games, and there are two points about the series that make it awesome. The first one is the empowerment arc of all the games. It's incredibly easy to die at the beginning of every King's Field, but by the end of the game, you feel like a total badass. To a lesser extent, I love the jerky head movement uh, NPCs make when you talk to them in all four Kingsfields. It's kind of hard to explain, but you guys will probably know what I'm talking about by the end of K- KF4. Uh, a minor correction on the last episode, I believe he's referring to episode number two um, as of the time of this mm-hmm. writing, um, uh, the Shadow Tower game on PS2 was never released in America and only has a fan translation, but the original Shadow Tower on PS1 does have an English re- uh, release. Um, Let's see here. I lost my place. It's also awesome, uh, and you should totally play it. It has uh, more resource scarcity and survival elements than any other from games, but it's satisfying as hell once you figure the game out. Also, it has shield blocking, which works about as well as you would expect in a first-person game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Shadow Tower, um, like I've got that loaded up. It's a shame that you can't like buy it here. But uh, like it is, it is readily readily available in a fan uh, translation, and uh, you know we're just now getting to a point where PS2 emulation, totally possible. So mm-hmm. I, I, I intend to dip into that at a later time. Me too. Yeah. Um, And he continues just, uh, this is like Berserk cleanup, but I didn't feel like uh, putting it in with the rest of the Berserk cleanup. He says, finally, judging by the musical bumpers in the Berserk episodes, I'm guessing at least one of you liked Susumu uh, Hirasawa's score in the Berserk anime. If so, I'd recommend watching any any anime he's involved with that's directed by Satoshi Kon. Uh, Particularly the show Paranoia Agent uh, and the movie Millennium Actress. I think you guys might enjoy Satoshi Kon's work, not only because it's all intelligently written and beautifully animated, but also because Satoshi Kon basically hated otaku more than any person on Earth ever has. (laughs) Um, And that really comes through in some of his animes. Uh, Then he got cancer and died when he was 46 because this world is shit. Mm Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's referring to the to the movies i uh in those episodes I use the uh, the movie uh scores through it a lot, but uh overall, we used a lot of that berserk music because it's all pretty good,
1: yeah, yeah agreed yeah, I like having the uh, the soundtrack mm-hmm. for those um and finally uh, some more souls wrap up uh Take says via contact uh, hey bonfireside chat I've been a bit behind, so I'm only catching up to your last berserk episode now that really brings me back since i saw most of it at the anime club i was attending in college around the late 90s early 2000s i mostly forgot about the stuff that happens in the first episode so the last episode of the series was a really strange turn for me and my friends who also watched it at the time having read some of the manga since then it makes a bit more sense to see that the tv series anime was just a substory in a larger arc hope the story gets wrapped up someday Speaking of stuff you guys might like, have you guys played Dragon's Dogma? It's sort of a mix between Dark Souls and Monster Hunter. You can buy Griffith and Guts' armor in the game. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have some kind of collaboration. So I had my pawn dressed up as Griffith for a while. He also goes on to ask uh, what consoles we'll be playing Dark Souls 2 on. Um, I think we're both doing PS3? Yes. Is that correct? Uh, and then also mentions at the end of the movie Fanboys, a group of young nerds are gathered to watch Star Wars Episode One, and someone asks, what if the movie sucks? So what would we? He asked, "What would we would we would really do if Dark Souls Two sucks?"
0: <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I think it would make a very interesting season of the show. Yeah, like, like we like would we, have to, we would have to rapidly address our attitudes and like turn it into like how exactly does this beyond superficial levels, but like mechanically like, and why thematically, it like why? Right? Yeah,
1: because and, we we don't just like you know that we're big fans of the game, but. I like to think that we part of the the point of the show is figuring out why mm-hmm. we are big fans of the game like it's not it's not necessarily a review it's like us going point by point like what are the things we like how do we react what adds up to us really loving this mm-hmm. um thing and it would be the same thing it would be us going point by point area by area seeing what adds up to us not liking it mm-hmm. you know um so I don't and I would be You know, even if it's not the amazing thing I need it to be for my life, Um, I will be I would be very surprised if it like at worst, it wasn't like a mixed success. Right. Like if it ends up being a B minus kind of experience where it's like this has a lot of cool ideas, but kind of fails as a whole, there'll still be plenty to talk about. Yeah. I think it will be better than that. But I think that is much more likely than it just being like, you know, and not like being Star Wars Episode One.
0: Yeah. Which, you know, which does suck. Yeah.
1: Millennials. (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, i don't even know about do. it i don't think that's a millennial thing i think that's people who are like 12 right now maybe oh yeah, I okay yeah. people who are 12 right now were two when it came out so yeah fuck i don't know who's defending the prequels now that's that's a pretty yeah you know, I, it, to be, it's like you know episode one was made entirely to like appeal to kids who are younger than the uh than the star wars main audience are but yeah yeah um <laughs> you know what i think that like like my sweet spot for thinking about and discussing a game is like in the seven point range, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if this was a seven point game, like that would be like mm, good Edens, you know. Or for discussion, for discussion, I mean, right? Yeah. Like, like even and even for play, right? Like, and you know, I'm referring to like an outmoded, like you know. <laughs> I'm referring to an outmoded like way of reviewing games that is like of EGM circa 2002. But when I think of like a 7.0 game, it is pre-inflation, but like post Silent Hill being out, where all of that stuff exists. And so, mm-hmm. like flawed gems is where like I like love spending my time. So even if it is like a B minus or C game. Like I'm going to revel in like digging into it and looking at you know why this might possibly fail in a way that speaks to me personally,
1: right? Right. Right.
0: Which you know might not be the most you know like objectively the most ideal way to spend my time, but um you know like the 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 way that might po- the way that might possibly shape this next you know season would be like we might. Be more harsh. So when we're talking about Demon Souls, we say like, "Oh, five two is like Blight Town and blah blah blah." But like, we're going to like more aggressively map like what this area is like and why it fails compared to the way this earlier game did it better, right? Like that's going to change the structure and the nature of the conversation, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if that ends up being the case, like I like to hope that even <clears throat> though it's a direct sequel, there will not be. Like that won't be so easy to do, right you know, like I hope there are enough new ideas in it where like obviously there'll be some parallels, but I hope mm-hmm. that that's not easy for us if that's what we end up doing, yeah, um, but yeah, that's it, true, I mean it, that's what that's what we do,
0: yep, it is what so, we do, and thinking yep. about like thinking back to the beta, like I can't think of an area that that directly maps to, so hopefully that is you know across the board, so
1: yeah i th- I think it will be based on what little I've seen
0: God, so like so like right now when we're recording it's 2 weeks away but like when people like when people are listening to this it is literally 2 days from now yeah like dude yeah it's I, so soon like, i
1: might get my my i might not be able to take work off for it oh really yeah. yeah yeah like between like staffing things and stuff i might not be able to do it yeah um and the timing of it mm-hmm. so i'm really you know i'm at that point now where it's like do i bargain in good faith and say, like, this is actually important to me and, and semi a semi-professional concern mm-hmm. for this thing, you know, that I do. Um, can I make an exception? Or do I keep my mouth shut about it? Because if I say anything about it ahead of time, it will make it seem very suspicious when I call in sick. <laughs> like, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm at that point now where it's like, do I be safe and just fake it? Yeah. Or, you know. And luckily like, I know none of my employers. <laughs>
0: Listen to this, probably <laughs> exactly. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Google's yeah. a weird thing, but uh, like I know for me, like I can work from home anyway, and mm. so I've already like months ago I said I'm going to be away on these particular days. But I'm probably knowing how shit goes wrong and knowing how things go, I'm going to have to like pause Dark Souls and hope I don't get invaded, so I can like address these particular concerns. But that is that is very different from needing to be away from my like gaming sanctuary. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm ho- I'm hoping to get uninterrupted time. Like even if uh even if I just end up mainlining it after work each day.
0: <sighs> that is not like an I, ideal way to live.
1: I I can I can handle it. Yep. Like I, I can I bet you with compression like with just general souls knowledge. Like taking <laughs> the amount of time it took me to beat Dark Souls and then looking at how much easier Demon Souls was for me, mm-hmm. just knowing the style of the game. I bet you uh, it comes out on Tuesday. I bet you I can get it beat by the time we record that first thing, even if I'm just doing it at night. Yep. You know, five hours when I get off work.
0: Right. So I don't know. Seems pretty. I I feel like that's an ambitious goal for me personally, but we've established I probably suck at games, so <laughs> it's
1: not. I don't think it's necessarily that. Um, you also like take your work home with you, which <laughs> I don't have to do. Sure. Um So yep. that's part
0: of it. Uh, um, so so, so yeah, we Take took a little continues. break here. <laughs> Take, uh, do you want me to do this because I've internalized it better than this shitty Short. formatting has? Yeah. <laughs> so so Take advances, and I'll put links to this uh, in the show notes. Gary, if you can make a note of this for me uh, mm-hmm. when you send this over. Um, <laughs> but uh, he submits my favorite kind of theory, which is a crackpot theory, which <laughs> is <laughs> that the upgrade materials from Dark Souls are quite possibly pieces of the Nexus from Demon's Souls. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a little bit long to read, like in its entirety. It's like a couple of images on a uh, Imgur, but uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this out. So Take, um, if you paid attention throughout the entire series uh, of the show, uh, he is our expert in terms of like translation, right? Like he's the person who says, "Hey, this thing is called this here and and uh, in, uh, in this version of the game, in the Japanese version of the game, and uh, and this possibly reveals this kind of thing about it." So the, the the salient part of this here is that uh, in uh, Japanese, it's not called the Nexus. Um, it's not called uh, that particular thing. It's called the Temple of the Wedge, right? So in English, it's called the Archstone. Um, and when you think of a wedge and an arch, you think of a keystone, which is kind of this thing that the structure of the arch is uh, is, uh, is, is uh, entirely founded upon, right? Without a keystone, the uh, the arch collapses. Now, when we're talking about the Nexus and the fabric of the universe, without the archstone and the keystone, everything collapses, right? So uh, if you look throughout the Nexus itself, there are a lot of arches that uh, have their keystones missing, these semicircles that are uh, incomplete, these uh, these uh, circular segments that are existing outside of space, right? Mm-hmm. So the archstones uh, uh, literally maintain the structure of the world, archstones as we understand them. Now, the Japanese version of Dark Souls does not call it Titanite, okay? Titanite doesn't exist in the Japanese version of Archstone. Instead, they're called Wedgestones slash Keystones, okay? So where does that uh, leave the Titanite demons? Instead, in Japanese, they're called Wedge Demons. And the idea is that instead of generating these uh, uh, Keystones slash Wedge stones, they are generated from them. Okay. And if you look at uh, Titanite Demons, right, they have those uh, crazy horns and those Titanite catchpoles that can never get. Um, And uh, those look like arches without keystones or whetstones, right? And look at how many uh, uh, upgrade materials there are in Dark Souls five to six. How many archstones are there in Demon Souls five to six? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? All right. Also, Look at uh, the sprites in the menu for uh, uh, Titanite Slabs in Dark Souls. They, uh, they have writing. often, uh, Oftentimes, keystones will have writing on them too. So if you follow that train of logic, that train of crackpot logic that this person who has more insight than us uh, um, has, uh, has followed, uh, you can say that uh, the, the, the stuff that makes your weapon stronger in Dark Souls um, is made of the Nexus. From Demon Souls. Huh. QED ergo. Yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> it's, like, it's interesting. It is interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, <mean. laughs> I don't even know. If, I, I, I don't know that I believe it. I like acting like I do. but, uh, but Yeah, like, I mean... That, that 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 etymology is interesting anyway. Like I, I had no idea yeah. that the that the nexus was called the wedge, right? Which, which could either be you know the keystone or a wedge is something that separates things. And you could see the nexus as this disruptive thing and chaos or the fog being the natural resting state of the universe, just like the natural resting uh, the natural resting state of an arch would be collapsed on the ground, right?
1: Oh sure. Like yeah. I mean you know it, it, it's I guess like the biggest stretch in that is the the wedge stone to keystone
0: mm, thing. Love it. Yeah,
1: like um, you know, of the of the wedge, I don't necessarily think of it, you know, as meaning that. Like I would have thought of more of a, a dividing, yep. thing for that. Um, since it is kind of a like, and that's closer to what nexus means. Yeah, you know, like that, like the place in between. Right. Um. So that makes the like them choosing to translate it with nexus mm-hmm. makes more sense for that interpretation of the word wedge. Right. To me, um, but. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I mean,
0: like at the same time, cleave could mean to separate or to join. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not like arguing for one or the other. Like both of them are equally interesting and as uh, intellectually satisfying to my perverse sensibilities. So yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you, Take. That is. Uh, that, Thank you, Take. That, that, yeah. Um, that that that'll be in the notes if you want to see those. And he has uh, he has references to uh, to his sources in that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, good work as always. I don't mean to sound dismissive of of the theory. Yeah. It is uh, it is definitely interesting to to hear about. True. Um yeah, so uh by way of admin what can they do?
0: Well, um, if you want to join the conversation and share your thoughts, uh, your first impressions as you're hearing this of Dark Souls Two, that is Facebook.com/slash Bonfireside Chat or Duckfeed.tv/slash Contact. Our first episode of the Dark Souls Two season is going to be out, uh, is going to be about first impressions, and we want the, we, we want this to be a community wide thing because in the existence of this podcast, this is the first launch we've been present for. Yeah.
1: Yep. Indeed. Um, yeah. So definitely do that and share your thoughts. Um, by way of kind of checking us out, checking things out, helping us out, um, you can listen to the other shows that we have on the network, um, Abject Suffering, Watch Out for Fireballs, Those Damn Ross Kids, check it out, Comrade, The Level, um, Hexcrank, which is a survival horror blog, um, The Daddening, which is coming soon, which is, uh, Dennis Furia from The Level, um, talking about gaming and fatherhood, mm-hmm. um, as he is expecting a, a child, chilling all that stuff can be found at duckfeed.tv you should definitely uh, go there and consume it
0: yeah and if we could ask you a favor check out latchkey kingdom that is Mm latchkeykingdom.com if you like good web comics indeed
1: Um, you can also rate and review us on itunes Mm -hmm. Um, that's always appreciated Um, tell your friends about it yeah like tell people in real life talk about it on message boards (laughs) That kind of thing is
0: super, you know, hugely helpful. Yeah, especially as yes. we are on the cusp of Dark Souls Two. Indeed. Yeah, and uh, there's the chip jar. If you're going to be buying stuff from uh, from Amazon, uh, use the link there, and that goes a long way towards helping uh, host the show and the website. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, we've talked about uh, Kingsfield a lot.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I am. I am. Like like any of these things, like I'm just like, well, I'm done talking about Kingsfield. <laughs> like it is, uh, I liked playing it. I'll talk about Kingsfield again before I die, but yep. I'm happy to be done with it. The same way I was happy to be done talking about Berserk. Yep. At the end of the Berserk episodes. So. <laughs> yep. Um. Cool. Yeah. So uh, until next time. Um. So the world. Well, we'll see what happens to yep. the world. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, we don't know what happens to the world yet, but we'll find out uh, in just a couple weeks. Yep. So. So I will say good night. Good night.
0: And we all pray that we will have far more soon.